0: Matt Mosley the Matt Mosley show rolling through the five o'clock hour joined by Barry Trammell now the Oklahoman and uh Barry I'm seeing a, a picture of you right now you've got some eye black I don't know if you maybe call this eye green kind of an interesting look I never have seen you with eye black on uh it's on a billboard that uh says I'm a sellout which is an interesting which is an interesting billboard but uh Barry I guess I should start out with uh thanks for being on with us and congratulations on this new venture that we can talk about a little bit but uh that's got to be a weird surreal feeling for you to be leaving the newspaper business after uh, after 45 years is it uh I guess you're excited but it it's got to feel a little bit bittersweet right now well, Matt, I'll be honest. <laughs> there's not there's not a whole lot of
1: bitterness. Uh I couldn't be more excited. I was forty five years in newspapers, the last mm-hmm. thirty two at the Oklahoman. And uh loved every day of it and still, you know, love the people over there and some great friends and colleagues and I'll still be having high adventures with them on road trips and press boxes and all that. But, you know, it, it just came a time when I got an opportunity for something new and something fresh and something modern, which a 62 year old guy sort of needs. And, um, I, the people that the people that I'm going with Jenny Carlson's, you know, she's been my sidekick uh, columnist 24 years. We've been partners and she's going with us. Uh, my former sports editor is going to be running our ship. We've got local ownership. It's sort of a new venture, a, a, a new model. And uh, just couldn't be more excited. So I'm fired up for it. Mm. And, um, you know, still going to be doing the same thing, covering the Big 12, eventually covering the SEC, covering the Thunder. But uh, I'm, I'm fired up for it. And we launched September 1st. Selloutcrowd.com is the name of it. Selloutcrowd.com. All
0: right. Selloutcrowd.com. And you mentioned some of the names in this thing. The Hutchins Twins the sports writing uh, twins there, Ed Murray, Sam Mays, a good group that's headed over there. And uh, the marketing campaign is nice. Now, were you the only one, Barry, that got your own billboard? I mean, that's pretty – and exactly where was that uh, – I saw a picture of it. Was that kind of on the edge yeah. of campus over there? Where did they put that billboard?
1: Oh, well, they, what they did is they put them all over town – um, all over Oklahoma City on one of those rotating deals. Um, oh, yeah, you, uh, you know, digital, the board. digital boards that, yeah. So people saw it all over. And what they did was they came up with, uh, I think it was uh, two weeks ago, I can't remember the timeline, or maybe it was last week anyway. All of a sudden, just black background with these words Barry Trammell is a sellout. And, People got all alarmed. I mean, there was much wailing and gnashing of teeth among some people, including people that ought to know better. Uh, but people <laughs> thought, hey, somebody's out to get me. The Oklahomans mad at me. I got, you know, somebody said, is Russell Westbrook buying billboards? Um, but it was clearly just marketing, our, you know, yeah. our, our company. was just great marketing. I got, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in my life group at church, uh, great friends of ours, great couple. She texted us and said, Oh, Barry, we you know, we're and Barry and Trish, we love you and we're supporting you and we're holding <laughs> you up in prayer and we'll help you through this. And you know, we had to break it to them. You know, this is you know, that's actually part of the plan. So uh mm. but yeah, and then and then coming back with the sort of the explanatory. Uh, they did the same thing <laughs> uh a few days later with Sam Mays. Sam, if I don't people might remember, was a great offensive lineman at OSU in the, the early 2000s under Les Miles, he's had a nice career in radio since then, and he's joined us as a podcaster. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not the only one that got the uh, that got the uh, treatment, but it's it's been pretty successful, and it's been humbling to hear from people that, you know, uh, sad that we're leaving the newspaper, but happy that that they can still
0: find us somewhere else. Oh, I, I love hearing about your life group, by the way, and and uh, yeah, they were just thinking about you and holding you up uh, in yeah. prayer. <laughs> what denomination is it? I'll back. Matt, I'll tell yeah. you another one.
1: Sunday at church, <laughs> uh, we stopped and, pr- they stopped and we had prayer in the middle service and whatnot, and these people that I know somewhat, they live in my neighborhood, I don't know them well, but I know them, you know, somewhat. The woman just came over to me said, Barry, I've been thinking about you, and I just just feel like me and my husband need to pray for you because uh, we know what you've been going through. And, uh, <laughs> I didn't have the heart. To, I did not have the heart to tell her uh, that you know what, it's actually part <laughs> of the deal. So I just, you know, I let her pray for you. No, heck, you can't ever have enough prayer from good people. So yeah, um, yeah. But it's been it's been fun. It's been great, and uh, um, we're really
0: excited. Now, who is bu- SelloutCrowd.com? Oh, it's a great group but it's going to take some money to get a group like this to leave the newspaper business out there in the media world. Can you tell us, like, who's kind of behind this? I mean, did you and Jenny just put those big paychecks together and just decide yeah, yeah, to? Yeah, to... <laughs> yeah I, I sold my minority ownership
1: in the Thunder and just ventured out into there. <laughs> you know, sold one of my yachts. Who needs, two, who needs two yachts? Nobody needs two yachts. That's right. No, that's we... Right. Uh, A former deputy sports editor of mine, when I was sports editor of the Oklahoman 20 years ago, I hired a a fairly young guy to be the deputy sports editor. Mike Kaler was his name. He turned out to be not that great of a deputy sports editor, but was a great Internet guru in the early days of the Internet. And he was always messing around on the Internet. He eventually left, formed formed a, uh, a social media company, very successful, and he hatched this idea uh, three years ago, and he went out and, uh, in the last eight months, has raised the capital, uh, very well funded, and, and we, mm. we got we got we got the funds to, to make a three three year runway, and hopefully be in such great shape that it'll just keep keep going. So um, okay, we've got a lot a lot of momentum. So I, th- I think it's going to be successful.
0: And can you already subscribe, or do we have to wait till September 1st when it launches? I guess on that day, will people be able to get on there and find out what the rates are and that type of thing? Well, here's the great thing about it, Matt. It's not subscription-based.
1: It's free to to all. Uh, Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's the key is, you know, uh, in the last five years, everybody has come to the realization you got to make, you got to get subscriptions. You got to get people to pay. Except guess what? We've also realized everybody's sick of subscriptions. Everybody's got all these subscriptions. They don't even know what they have. You know, you got five for streaming three for uh, some media website. Um, You just, you can't keep up with it all. When you want to cancel, you can't, you don't know how to cancel. And, it's just a turnoff anymore. Subscriptions have become a turnoff, mm-hmm. and so the model we have are we are selling advertising, of course. That's mm-hmm. a tough. That's a tough racket, but you can you can do some. But we're also sponsorship driven, and uh, we are selling uh, major sponsorships from some of the premier companies in Oklahoma, and gotten off to a good start that way. So that's sort of the business model is. You know, yeah. I want to be associated with Jenny Carlson. I want to be associated with thunder coverage. I want to be associated with OU when it goes to the SEC. I want to be associated with this new look big 12. So that kind of thing. And, uh, the, the early returns are very good. We launched September 1st, but right now you can go to sell out crowd sign mm-hmm. up and for our newsletter and which means uh, we will email you all of our stuff like. Every morning you'll get a thing that says, "Here's what Barry Trammell has produced in the last twelve
0: hours," and yeah.
1: you know, uh, two two things I've written and a podcast or whatever. And sign up for whoever you want to hear from. So yeah, you can yeah. sign up now uh, between now and September first. And then on September first, we launch and and we'll we'll be uh, producing all kinds of content.
0: All right. Call me if you ever need uh, some podcasting. You know I love doing that. And uh, but oh, yeah. si- Trammels, uh, Scissor Tells, he'll just take it right over there. Uh, and uh, this will be fun over there on the uh, the Sellout uh, Now, what about the uh, what about? Isn't it funny that now that the the Pac twelve is gone, or basically gone, doesn't it feel? Surreal to you to know. And you were the first person, kind of legitimate person, who was reporting that Colorado was indeed gone. I mean, you suggested it, but you also kind of reported it. As I recall, said, Hey, I've got a source saying that Colorado's gone. They're leaving to come to the Big 12. And I remember thinking, Golly, really? Are, is Barry's going to say that? I mean, it doesn't seem like Barry just to jump out there on an island, just all. Well,. It, it it exact it happened and then like a house of cards in one day the whole thing came crashing down how looking back on all what you were hearing did you think that that colorado thing was going to have the domino effect it's had or does the destruction surprise you that it, that it, that it all kind of uh, you know fell apart like it did
1: i'm still surprised it fell apart like it did I thought the Pac-12 would figure out how to make it work. I thought it was best for them to stick together. Uh, But in May, I had a Big 12 coach just tell me, matter of fact, Colorado's coming. They've already told us. It's set. They're just sort of, well, I don't know what they I still, to this day, don't know what they were waiting on. Maybe, you know, give the Pac-12 plenty of opportunity to, to come through or you know, at least listen to the pitch for the TV contract. But this big 12 coach said, it's a done deal. Colorado's coming. He said, I don't know about anybody else, but Colorado's coming. So that's why I reported what I did. Um, I did think that the Pac-12 could have made it work with San Diego State. Um, but when, if you remember, late June or mid-June, really, San Diego State issues that letter that says, Well, we're Mm -hmm. not really, we're not saying we're leaving, but we're leaving. Basically, Mm -hmm. is what they said. And you thought, Well, here goes the Aztecs. And then in late June, all of a sudden, coming, you know, San Diego State's running back toward the Mountain West saying, Hey, don't leave, (laughs) don't, don't, don't leave the dock. We're jumping on shit. We got to get back on. (laughs) And when that happened, you knew, Hey, something, something kooky's going on. If they can't even get, you know, they can't even get the lifeboat of San Diego State to to help out, um, and you know, Arizona and Arizona State seems pretty clear. Arizona wanted to come, Arizona State didn't, um, and at uh, at the when when Oregon and Washington. I, I I still think the four corner schools might have were going to come, even if the Big Ten hadn't pilfered Washington, Oregon maybe not but probably but then when the big 10 said come on to Oregon Washington that was it i mean you know everybody's everybody's running for their lives so it's to me it's a uh, it's people in waco and stillwater and manhattan are going to get a charge out of this because this is just the ultimate example of arrogance taking you down um think about what the Pac-12 could have done in July of 21. Mm -hmm. Literally all they had to do, literally, is just call four schools. Just call Baylor, TCU, Tech, OSU. Say, "Eh, come on, let's go. Um, In 22 uh, it was a little late when USC and UCLA jumped, it was a little late, but they didn't, they didn't want any part of Baylor. They didn't want any part of OSU. They didn't want any part of tech. They didn't want any part of TCU. And most of that is academic arrogance. Some of it is cultural arrogance. Um, I assume you've heard the story of, of the disastrous television negotiations where, you know, some, somebody somewhere on some campus said, each school was worth $50 million a year, mm-hmm. and the president at whatever school it was um, just latched onto that and, and convinced his his colleagues that, hey, we're going to get $50 million a year. And when, when they took that to ESPN and sat down with ESPN, ESPN said, how about $30 million a year? And um, the Pac-12 said, no, we think we're worth $50 million a year. And ESPN did not say no. ESPN said goodbye, mm. and walked away. And called Brett Yormark and said, "Would you guys like this deal? We got this money to spend. We'll we'll give it to you." And Yormark jumped all over it. And now, the Big Twelve is you know at least in the next for the next go round the 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 Big Twelve is solid, and the Pac twelve is about to be a memory.
0: Yeah. And I think you're talking about that might have been Mike Crow, the president of Arizona State, who was kind of leading that charge of we're worth a lot more than that. Uh, It's weird that Arizona State would have that much say in anything it's also funny uh barry trammell joining us on the matt mosley show selloutcrowd.com again that's selloutcrowd.com launching september 1st of course he's coming over from the Oklahoman, where he's been for many many years 32 years um but the longhorn network in some crazy way both almost blew the conference up but saved it in some ways right because ou tech Oklahoma State, all ready to go to the Pac-12 back in circa 2010. And DeLoss and the gang said, nah, we still really like this idea of the Longhorn Network. And looking back, the Pac-12 guy, Larry, uh, should have said, hey, come on, bring it in. But they had their Pac-12 network that they were wanting to do. And, and it just didn't, and Texas said, no, you know, they basically turned Texas down, but Texas knew the Longhorn Network, and they stayed put, and the conference stayed together. I mean, it's just it's kind of wild. And the Longhorn Network, of course, is now finally going away. It, it, so much to uh, do. About nothing, because the Longhorn Network never amounted to what everybody was, thought it was going to be, which was like this enormous recruiting tool and an unfair advantage in the conference. I'm sure the Sooners thought the same thing. Oh, I can't believe they get to have the Longhorn Network. And, Barry, of course, the Longhorn Network has never really amounted to anything, has it?
1: Yeah, it's, 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 it's almost as big of a boondoggle as the Pac-12 Network, and when you get right down to it, But you're right, you know, the the Longhorn Network did almost destroy the Big 12 and then did save it. It's like the old Chinatown scene. Remember when they're slapping around, um, oh, who's the actress that played, uh, she played Bonnie, she's Bonnie, and Bonnie and Clyde. Faye Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway. Dunaway. You know, they're slapping Faye Dunaway, trying to get her to tell the truth, and she's talking about the girl, and she says, she's my daughter, she's my sister, she's my daughter, she's my sister. They're both. It's, she's right on both ends. You know, the, the Bevo TV saved the Big Twelve. Bevo TV ruined the Big Twelve. Bevo TV saved the Big Twelve. <laughs> All of that is true. It's it's very complicated, but yeah. um, you know the the, the uh, when you when you think that the TV people know what they're doing, you can go to something like the Longhorn Network and see just what a catastrophic. <laughs> A disaster that was for ESPN, you know, it's the, uh, the PAC 12 didn't have the sense to take its network and make, make it a partner with a network like Fox mm-hmm. and the big 10, you know, give a lot of, put some of the, uh, put some of the uh, responsibility on the networks. Uh, you know, Texas to their credit is not out anything. You know, they didn't, they didn't have to invest, uh, a princely sum. The way ESPN did for the Longhorn Network, and now it's going to go quietly into the night when they go into the SEC. So it's, uh, yeah, and and even even the uh, if you remember, Matt, I'm sure you do, the the 08, 09, 2010 back when the, this whole thing was starting. Oh, what a what a massive competitive advantage it was going to give the Longhorns. Yeah. Well, guess what? It's been the worst period of football in their history that during Bevo TV's era. So um, that hasn't at all come to fruition. So um, the Big 12 is, you know, maybe Texans will understand this. Oklahomans don't really get it because, you know, it's not their history and they're not – most of them aren't history majors. But it's like Santa Ana, General <laughs> Santa Ana, who, you know, the, the Americans thought they'd killed Santa Ana two or three times. And then another skirmish pops up ten 10 years later, and there he is leading the charge for the Mexican Revolution or whatever else they're fighting. He's down to one leg and, you know, uh, old as the hills, and he's still fighting. And that's sort of what the Big 12 is. They just, no matter how time, any times you think you've knocked them out, here they come, and they're just, uh, you know, still in there swinging away. So Mm -hmm. um, I think it's pretty cool. uh, Of course, I'm a Big 12 guy. I'm going to have to cover both conferences now um, uh, starting next year. But I'll always have an affinity for the Big 12. I think it's, I think it's great what they've got. Uh, a lot of new teams. You know, here's how crazy the Big 12 is. Um, TCU now ranks seventh out of 16 teams in conference seniority. Um, you know, it feels like <laughs> TCU just joined the league. The, uh, you know, Baylor Tech, OSU, KUK State, Iowa State, that's the only ones left from from the launch of 1996. But you know they're still they're still doing well though, so I I think the future, at least the near future, the, you know the ne- the la- this next decade, still pretty bright for the Big Twelve.
0: Mm-hmm. You think the Pokes are excited about this new look Big Twelve? And have they? They'll get yes. one last yes. bedlam, but they've had about enough of the bedlam talk, yes. and they're they're going to say yes. goodbye to the Sooners, and they're they they have some excitement over yes. this whole new look.
1: Answer to all of those is yes.
0: Okay. Um, Mike Gundy
1: likes to say that OU killed the Bedlam series. And it's a little bit back to Chinatown. He's right. But you can also say OSU killed the Bedlam series. Um, The reason Bedlam football is going to die, apparently going to die, starting next year, is because neither side wants to play. They could play. They could easily play. In fact, OU has sort of set itself up. You know, when they when they when the SEC news broke, that was one of the big marketing plan ploys for OU. They said, Hey, we want to keep Bedlam alive. We want to play in everything. The president said it. Joe Castiglione said it. So they're sort of on the record for that. And it was there for OSU to keep this series alive. And it didn't happen. I thought it was a mistake for tradition. I thought it was a mistake for college football entertainment, I thought it was a mistake for Big 12 television contracts. You know, OU's worth something. If you know you're getting them at least once every two years, Mm -hmm. um, which you would with a game in Stillwater, then that's worth something on the television contract. On the other hand, you can sort of see OSU's deal. I think it's, I think the series, it's, it's now the longest uninterrupted State series in America uh, among major colleges. COVID knocked out some things like Indiana-Purdue and somebody Mm -hmm. else. Um, 1904. They played every year since 1904. And it's like OU leads the series. I think it's 90 to 19 plus some ties. (laughs) I mean, you know, Mike Gundy's the best coach they've ever had, most successful coach they've ever had. And he's been the coach, let's see, 05 to 22. He's been the coach. 18 years, and he's beat them three times. He's got a worse record than all the other OSU coaches put together in Bedlam. And they're just frustrated by the series, and they don't mind it going away as a program. Um, you know, OU's going to be making about twice as much money in the media contract. So, you know, you can understand the Cowboys looking at it as an unfair fight. But the truth is, OU's always had more resources. Texas has always had more resources than than Baylor. Um, that's just a fact of life and the way college football is structured. So, I think, you know, I think OSU's just sort of glad to get the Sooners in the rearview mirror.
0: Well, I tell you, I'm uh, excited for you. This is uh you're right, you know, you, you think it's kind of uh, you know, late in your career and then you get to do something really fun like this. So selloutcrowd.com. I hope it's not late in your career. I hope you do it for another 20 years and uh and that'll be fun. This will be a new deal and and I hope it uh goes extremely well by the way i'm mad that ou and osu neither one of them on baylor's schedule this year you don't get one crack you don't get the last crack at them and uh yeah just just really crazy that they're not doing that
1: you know goofball i'm the big 12 knows what it's doing i'm not i don't know what all the ramifications were osu's come out a schedule come out and everybody misses four teams you know it's four teams you don't play you knew the four teams osu aren't playing Texas, Texas Tech, TCU, and Baylor. The four Texas schools that have been in the Big 12, OSU's playing none of them. It makes no
0: sense. (laughs) It makes, you're right. That just makes zero sense. It's a weird schedule. In some ways, it's beneficial to them, but to their fans and to these rivalries that we need to kind of continue on and get legs, it's a strange thing. Barry, that was fun. I, uh, I appreciate it, and uh, and I look forward to uh, seeing you in a press box very soon. Hey, Matt, good to talk to you. All right, there he goes, Barry Trammell, formerly with the Oklahoman, now at selloutcrowd.com.